Welcome to the Dad Code Podcast, where real dads come for real talk and no BS. We are your hosts, Blake Milton and Bradley Newberry. Good afternoon, Bradley. Man, good afternoon. I think you're just doing that to try to make me... Oh, uh, I knew he was waiting for it. He was waiting for it, and I kind of held off on it a little bit. Wow. All right. Well, thank you again, everyone, for joining us on the podcast today. We we appreciate you taking the time to hit play, uh, download as well. Uh, the Dad Code proudly presents the Dad Code podcast number eight. Number eight. How about that? What do we have on the show today? Well, you know, uh, with 4th of July still fresh on everybody's mind, we're going to talk about um, uh, kind of some good neighborly manners. Mm. You know, I think they kind of apply here because there's some stuff that can happen around this time of year that can get on some neighbors' nerves. But uh, yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly there about about neighborly manners. So, all right. I'm down. You down? I think we got that. I think I think we can. I think I've got some ammunition for that one. I think we've got it. But uh, very interesting. So, uh, in addition to talking about neighborly manners, we'll also touch on some interesting facts around the Fourth of July, specifically revolving around injuries. Mm. Uh, We'll also have a new episode of the Food Court and the Hot Sauce Review. But you know what time it is. Blake's Blast. Yeah, that didn't happen. Boom. All right, let me tell you what burns my biscuits. It's random, unexpected, and unnecessary explosions. Now, I love the 4th of July. I love it. Love everything about it, everything it represents. But does that really give your neighbors license to be able to, for the week leading up to... And the week following, just absolutely light up the skies. I mean, we're talking 10, 30, 11, sometimes all the way up to midnight we've had it happen, sometimes out here in, in rural Tennessee. But uh, I know we, uh, in the past, uh, have had some uh, pretty close calls with our house where some fireworks have uh, maybe tipped over, and we've had some just explode right outside our windows. So, I mean, I, I mean, my God, my dog has PTSD from it. I swear. But what it, does that mean that I'm the problem, though? Does that mean that I'm getting old and crotchety? What does this mean that the neighbors are the problem? Does this mean that there's a lack of consideration for your neighbor, for their time, for their peace and quiet? Again, I love the Fourth of July. I absolutely love it, but I believe that it cheapens the 4th of July, whenever you turn it into a two-and-a-half-week bombs-over-Baghdad fest? Or is this just yet another reason not to live in a subdivision? I think it's that, personally. I love my country. I, lo- I really want people to, to celebrate Independence Day and everything that it means, because it means a lot to us here. But uh, don't don't use the 4th of July as a dick measuring contest that lasts, you know, 10, 30, 11 at night. Trust me. We all know those that are shooting the big fireworks all night, they are the ones that are compensating for that little bottle rocket in their pants. This 
is a damn rant. Man. All right. <laughs> oh, man. So we really need to, we really need to go over this. Uh, stuff. I have no idea what he's going to do. The blast on. <laughs> God, hey, give me a little heads up over here, making me look so unprofessional. Jeez. Well, all right. <laughs> but uh, man, that was fantastic blast. Fantastic. Before we get into our uh, topic today, uh, we wanted to give a quick shout out. To our friends, the Siete family. Yes. Uh, providing us with a little swag bag, a yeah. little gift bag. We got a swag bag. We got some swag. We got some, we got a, a just a com- nice little care package with all the, well, I don't I don't think it's all of their, their different products, but many of their mm-hmm. products, uh, all their hot sauces. Um, we really appreciate all the, the, the love and support there. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Go check out Siete Family Foods. Uh, they... Um, they got a really interesting story, uh, and I won't really get into it here just because I don't want to get too long-winded, but uh, uh, it, I would go check them out. They've got salsas. They've got seasonings. They've got uh, sauces. Uh, they've got chips. They, I mean, they got like churro chips and, and tacos that are not necessarily made out of white corn or whatever and, or yellow corn, and um, got a lot of good products, really good uh, kind of the, the American dream kind of story. Uh, as far as their business goes. So yep. go check them out, guys. And you can uh, check out some of our reviews of the Siete brand by going back into the archive. Yeah. And, and there may or may not be a contestant from the Siete family of foods mm. here today on the Hot Sauce Corner. May I hope or so. may not. I hope so. But thank you, Siete family. Yes. All right. Here we go. Starting it off, neighborly manners. I think it's really important here. We have to establish what do we what is a good neighbor, you know. All right. Well, guess what? Uh, per usual, I have some go. definitions. There we go. That's what we want. So we want to talk about good neighbors. Let's just start there. Let's start with the positive. Yep. Um, I found through my Give me research some truth. today, good neighbors are generally defined as friendly. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. Trusting. Okay. Respectful, ooh, and considerate of noise. <laughs> now, Blake, I have a quick question. Would you consider the neighbors that are having the contest, if you will, would that be considerate of noise? No, 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 no. No matter no. what time of year. Well, it so is. this is the thing. I mean, we won't talk about the bad, but I'm just. <laughs> there is so there's a few layers to all this, right? So. Uh, it's one thing that if you're being loud doing something, but then again, it's another whole nother thing whenever you're loud and you don't really involve the people that are, it's immediately affecting, right? So take for, we'll use the 4th of July example. Literally my next door neighbor is, he's the guy that lights the sky or the sky on fire every single year. Uh, I mean, he's got those big shells that are just shooting these monstrous things. I mean, really, he, there's, he shouldn't be shooting them in a residential neighborhood. But he shoots these things up, and it's literally 40 or 50 yards from my front door. And 
he's doing this like late throughout the night and he's not just doing it for like five minutes. It is Mm -hmm. an extended, I mean, we're talking about over the course of a few hours and doesn't ever say, Hey, we're going to be shooting some fireworks tonight. Y'all want to come out and watch them with us. I guess he just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I guess he just assumes that we're going to come out and watch them, but it's like, Dude, you're you're gonna like. There's no way any of us in our house are gonna be sleeping because you're yeah. shooting these industrial strength fireworks. Off. They are exploding over your household. Yeah, I mean yeah. they're being shot from one, his side. Yeah, one room. year <laughs> one of them fell over and it exploded in my front yard. So it's boy, your front yard is is a story in of itself. Recently. Yeah. I, well, and it kind of ties into what we're talking I've about. I've heard here. a lot of blast about his front yard. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah, had mysterious droppings. Yeah. We of have unknown origin, by the way. We have standing water. Yeah, that's... We have... A whole nother discussion. <laughs> fireworks. Yeah. Mm, yeah, mm, so, so the other... So, so I know we're getting away from noise. I mean, uh, probably a better example of the noise thing is, for me, what I was trying to get at was... I'm ha- you're having a party next door and you don't invite your neighbor. So therefore, it's like we have to listen to you have a party all night. A party that we weren't invited to, but yet we have to listen to it all night. You know, come on. A little mm-hmm. consideration. <clears throat> little consideration. Well, but uh, when you're thinking of good neighbors, do you have any examples that come to mind? I mean, you've you've lived in... What dorms, apartments, yeah. Uh, homes? Yeah, I've lived in apartments. I've lived in dorms. I've lived in a I've lived in a couple different neighborhoods. Um, yeah. uh, I'll tell you the most considerate people that I I feel like I lived around as far as being good neighbors uh, were in the apartments. Because Above and below you, or was it just... Everybody is conscious, both. Both, yeah. Everybody is conscious about making too much noise, you know, banging on the walls. My son was jumping up and down. I'm so sorry. You know, did did, did they keep you up? I'm really sorry. Hey, or, or, or hey, uh, um, I heard your dog... I, we had a lady one time that said, I heard your dog whining during the day. Do you want me to come let her out? How about that? See, I would have thought it had been the other, the opposite. I thought so, living in that situation mm-hmm. is like hell. Like, God, I'm getting it noise. Yeah. I'm getting issues from above and below me, and yeah. I'm stuck in the middle, and I don't know what the I, hell I to think do. we got pretty lucky. Now, don't get me wrong. We had, uh, a, we had some folks that actually were below us in our, the last apartment we lived in. Um, and apparently they thought we were being pretty bad neighbors and not mm-hmm. considerate of their of our noise to them because in their opinion we were like jumping up and down at 10 30 at night and I, I promise we were just asleep we were not jumping up and down and it, but she felt the need to come knock on my door at 10 30 at night and I, <laughs> this wasn't happened. the new uh, workout video no, routine no 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 was not the uh the the uh was it Richard Simmons? Oh God! Step aerobics or anything at ten thirty at night? Sweating but no, with the, the, the folks in in apartments. I think like again, I think that they're much more cognizant of of how what they do is going to affect others. Because I mean, here in our in our houses here, we're just like, ah, 
you know, your I own should, little separate. Unit. I should be able to scream at the top of my lungs. Mm-hmm. No one shouldn't bother anybody, right? So no, I, I think that's a, a good dynamic though because that's something that I haven't got to experience was apartment living like that. That yeah. really there uh, were uh, there were good things and bad things about it. I mean. Um, there's a lot of things that we have to worry about as homeowners that you did not have to worry about as apartment dwellers. So, yeah. but yeah, what uh, what about you? Did you have any examples of oh. uh, good neighborly? I mean, right now I feel like I'm fortunate that I live next to some good neighbors, and um, that's good. You know what makes them good is that they're not always knocking on my door. To be honest with you, yeah. So they're they're not. And like you're not having to, and you're not having to knock on their door either. Well, no, but yeah, because but they're I, doing something. But you know how um, sometimes being overly nice or mm-hmm. being always there, mm-hmm. like too much, too much of you yeah. might turn into a negative. Yeah. So I don't experience that. I don't have mm-hmm. the neighbor that's always you don't have knocking the annoying on the door neighbor, saying, yeah. "Hey," and it's all out of good heart. Yeah, but. But I really think that makes a good neighbor is, hey, mm-hmm. I know that they're there for us if we need anything, but he's not coming over all the time. Mm-hmm. I find that as a good nice. quality. I mean, not I being a, an annoying neighbor is a, is a big deal. I mean, uh, I, I know we have some people in this neighborhood that I'm, I'm pretty sure the neighbors hate each other. <laughs> I mean, they're sending each other cease and desist letters. About their grass touching each other and posting it on the Facebook page, which, oh my gosh, it, that's a whole nother wrinkle, too. Yeah, we'll save some of that yeah, ammunition we'll, we'll save for that. negative. We'll save that. No, yeah. we're, it's going to come later in this episode yep. about traits traits of bad neighbors, but uh, yeah, uh, I think that uh, when reflecting about what is a good neighbor, because, you know, both of us want to come across mm-hmm. as good neighbors, obviously. Uh, I feel like it's got to start, you know, how we talk about having those conversations with our kids. I think you, you want to hit that as early as possible. If, if nothing but just a simple introduction, let them know that you're here. Doesn't have to be, let me tell you my life story type of thing. Right. But just saying, hey, I'm Brad. Live right next to you. If you need anything, now you see my face and know my right. So it doesn't totally. have to be complicated. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think when we're having this conversation, we have to keep in mind that when we're talking neighbors, mm-hmm. we're essentially talking neighborhood. Well, they're definitely in the situation we're in. You know? Because it's mean, not just the person in, to yeah, the left. Yeah, so in, right many, in many instances, we're not just talking a neighbor. We're talking right. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are some definite advantages, I'd say, to... Being in a neighborhood or having good neighbors and being in a good neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Um, you think of any good, some examples of some advantages you might have living in a situation where you have good neighbors, like some, some, some conveniences or some, some niceties that you might have in your life as a result of that. Well, you mentioned the offer to let the dog out. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that was... I'd never, I mean, obviously we said no. We just said no just because. <laughs> just out of was just own like, consideration, bro. Yeah, I was like, no, please don't trouble yourself. But, uh, 
I mean, there are, we have, we do have neighbors in our neighborhood that, that mow each other's grass when they're mm-hmm. out of town. My neighbor has done that. Yeah. When my mower's battery yeah. stopped. I mean, he just like, hey, I'm going to finish that. Yeah. Quick. He just yeah. didn't even think twice. He just Mower did. breaks, you're out of town. You know, they just step up and they do it. And, um, they don't even think twice about it. Um, I know we have neighbors that, I mean, they just borrow stuff from each other all the time. They'll put something on the Facebook page and they'll just say, hey, I'm uh, putting up some some sheetrock or whatever. Does any anybody have a... I don't know, a sander, yeah. you know, and someone say, yeah, I've got one. I'll, I'll run it right over. I mean, that, that, those kinds of, that sense of really solid community, I think mm-hmm. is a really big advantage to having good neighbors and living in a good neighborhood situation. So you mentioned social media and Facebook, because mm-hmm. we've talked technology on this show quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that technology or Facebook like that is helping us, connect more as a neighborhood neighbors or is it just another thing? I think so I think in some ways it helps tremendously with that but I also think that it it cre- has created a situation where we're a little lazy now I mean but that's just social media in general where we're our form of identifying as a neighborhood is on the Facebook page rather than just everybody getting together Stay tuned. Here in the neighborhood. We have some more Facebook page talk coming later in our discussion about yeah. traits yeah. of bad neighbors. Yeah. Well, I tell you another advantage I can I just thought of uh, just now um, is a say, is the safety side of things. Exactly. When we go away on vacations, mm-hmm. I mean you you've got eyes. Yeah. Eyes on your property. Eyes on your property and eyes on your kids. Yeah. When they're out if they if they are out playing. There, there was a time not too long ago, probably within the last year or so, I remember there being a post on the Facebook page about, hey, there was, we were out walking and we saw so-and-so or a little girl, we won't name their name, and but there was a, a van trailing mm-hmm. her and slowing down next to her and and whatever and she kept trying to like go away and you know finally the people were like we scared them off or whatever we got their license plate whatever but that kind of stuff again like we've talked about before there's a lot of weirdos out there it's real it's real and to be naive to think it doesn't happen in our neighborhoods or your neighborhoods it's it's all over the place it doesn't Uh, matter what kind of neighborhood you live in it's everywhere so i mean having that sense of cohesion within your your community, your neighborhood, yeah. and you, you know everybody caring about each other enough yeah. to be able to say, "Hey, you know, everybody's keeping an eye on everybody's kids," kind yeah. of thing. That goes back to that characteristic that, of trusting. Yeah, uh, exactly. We, we trust each other as humans to to do the right thing. So. Yeah. So I mean, there are like I said, there's definitely some advantages to having good neighbors, and and um, oh yeah. And definitely some uh, some some safety things, and there's there's just there's good things about living in a good neighborhood and having good neighbors. Um, so I'm curious to hear. Do you think you're a good neighbor? I uh, hope hope that I come across as a good neighbor. I mean, that's just my personality. Uh, wanting to say that I'm a good neighbor, I guess uh, I'm approachable. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my neighbors know who I am. So yeah. I guess that's step one is yeah. what, what I was talking about, at least for, if nothing else, just saying, hey, I'm yeah. Blake. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is my face. I'm Blake. Yeah. I'm here if you need anything. This is my family. I, I'm not the one that will go over and, uh, you know, knock on the door and say, hey, uh, can I can I borrow this and that? I know that I can if I need it, right. but I'm not like consistently always there asking for stuff. Sure. Because that sure. could turn into a negative pretty quick. Sure. If I'm just overusing my neighbors, whatever. Right. Uh, right. So... Just by going off of here, friendly, helpful, trusting, respectful, and considerate of noise, except for that one time, Mr. Dave, <laughs> that we were playing basketball at 7.30, and uh, I didn't know that that was your bedtime, but now I know better. So you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, yeah. I feel like... Pretty, well, that, that goes people. back to the communication part. I mean, if you don't know that their bedtime is 7.30, I mean, because quite frankly, 7.30 is a ridiculous bedtime, but that's okay. I mean, Everybody's still entitled. enough outside for us to yeah. play basketball with the kids. Yeah, I mean, that. I don't. that's a whole other conversation as to what's reasonable. <laughs> you know, hopefully you as a neighbor are being reasonable. But If that's the worst I've done, I consider I'm okay neighbor. Yeah. How about, how about yourself? You got some actually you got your neighbor I'm not technically Blake's neighbor even though I live a few houses down Yeah, he's that, in uh, my neighbor as in he's in my same neighborhood. Yeah. But your neighbor you went to school with him too, right? Uh both of them. Yeah, him, both of them. Him and her. Yeah. So, uh I'm probably not a very good neighbor. Okay. We're not going to talk about the negative quite yet. Um, yeah, but I mean, we'll I don't don't get me wrong. So, you know, the big stuff like, you know, I'm watching out for their stuff. I'm not going to, you know, if something's wrong, I mean, like. Kids. He's going to watch out for yeah. kids. I mean, if, if, if little bit and Tweedledee or Tweedledum next door, you know, get into something and they hurt themselves, I'm, I'm going yeah. to help them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on the lookout Or if for they're them. messing around in the road here yeah. and cars are coming by, he's going to say something Absolutely. to keep those kids protected. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, you know, I mean, we, a few years ago, we had some kids that um, they were doing, I guess they, they uh, the proper way to say it is ding dong ditch. They were doing the ding dong ditch. And uh, my neighbor um, kind of freaked out a little bit, my other side neighbor here. And he, uh, I mean, dude, this guy's like a black belt and, you know, has a gun and a very large dog. And, dude, he he chased the guy down the street <laughs> in his truck. Oh, boy. So, I mean, that was that was fun that night. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had his back. You know, I, like I said, the big stuff, I've got their back. I'm just not, I'm not extremely outgoing. I'm not probably going to lend out too much stuff to somebody I don't know, like I know Bradley. So, uh, that and I just don't have a lot of stuff to lend out. I mean. I don't let him fool you guys. I mean, he has helped me, as you can see on his YouTube <laughs> channel, Dad Fixes in particular. Yeah. He, ladders. Yeah. Heck, I still got a ladder of his at my oh, house yeah, I need to do. bring back. You do. Ladders. I mean, we're talking about tables. Tables, ladders, chairs. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> but no, he's he's just nah, short, but, but short no, sale. I, I guess I'm an okay neighbor. I, I'm I'm not the best neighbor in the world, probably, but I kind of I kind of I kind of like to be left alone. But you know what? 
I believe that's a characteristic of a good neighbor. Could be. Could I, be. I really that might be the is. best kind of neighbor right there. If your neighbor knows that you're looking out for them, they don't need you to break bread with them all the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But Absolutely. I'm going to get your mind thinking before we go to noob's knowledge here. Yeah. Have you ever heard of The Mending Wall by Robert Frost? I've heard of Robert Frost. I've not heard of The Mending Wall. So check this out. Good um, grief. We're freaking literature. Check, check here. this out. Robert Frost in The Mending Wall said, Good fences make mm-hmm. good neighbors. <clears throat> what do you think about that? I think that's... Um, <laughs> I'm starting to like Robert Frost now. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a, that's pretty well said. You know, I mean, um, boundaries. He's talking about boundaries. Absolutely. You know, I, I wrote down the meaning to me was uh, having solid boundaries between properties encourages us to respect one another. Yeah. It helps create lines to eliminate potential conflict. Hey, that's not just neighbors, bro. Oh, that's everything. Everything. Boundaries are huge, dude. Yes. There are boundaries, and we do not cross those boundaries. And if we do, there are ramifications for crossing those. All boundaries. he's saying is that the 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 fence you get to visualize what the boundary is. There's yeah. no interpretation. There's no, hey, that tree right there. Mm-hmm. When those leaves start falling, yep, on both properties, yep. you know who's who's cleaning that up. <laughs> or that, 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 there's no conflict. Or. If that branch is hanging over my my property line, there's no question as to what's happening to that branch. How about that old Robert Frost? Robert Frost there. in the house. Yes. Oh, RF. <laughs> Bob Frost. Hmm. Bobby. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't any, even know what to say uh, right there. Right. You have anything else to uh, no, wrap man. up the good I think neighbors? That wraps up good neighbors right there. Right. So I think we're about ready for a nice dose of noobs knowledge. Well, I don't know much, but I know this. In 2020, an estimated 15,600 people were hospitalized with injuries related to fireworks. Lord Jesus. And that's not even counting how many people were injured. Those are just the ones that checked their asses into the hospital. Good. <laughs> 15, over 15,000. I mean, you got to know 15,000. I mean, come on. I'm like, that has to be from like just a one or two holidays, right? So let's, let's, I'm going to tell you what this is. These are injuries that happened between June 21st and July 21st. <laughs> We've got that one month. <laughs> one month okay. of people going out there, not paying attention, ammo in their hands. Ammo. Fire. I mean, just not paying attention. Mortars. Woo. Artillery. So what exactly are these injuries? Well, let me tell you. Hands and fingers. We know, uh, since we're sports fans, old JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul in the NFL. Yep. He has now become an advocate for firework safety after almost blowing off his entire right hand. Yep. Super Bowl champion, JPP. How many, how many did he lose? Two? Three fingers? I don't have that answer. I think he lost two. Yeah. I think he lost two fingers. I think. But... uh Man, that's a hard lesson. It I'm is. glad that you are now an advocate for fireworks safety. Yeah. But man, that's a hard lesson to learn. Good mm-hmm. Lord. 
Uh, also, uh, you can have some injuries to the uh, head, ears, and face. Most of these are contusions, lacerations, burns, fractures, and sprains. Mm. Jeez. How about that? People running, I guess, bottle running away. Uh, 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 Roman candle wars or something. <laughs> Eyes, of course, and uh, burns to the arms. But honestly, in summary, be careful out there when you're handling fireworks. Damn. Don't be stupid. Don't become another stat with fireworks. This was Noob's Knowledge. Okay. A lot of lot of wisdom being dropped right there. I wonder, are these people legitimately injured, or do they just need a place to stay? Because you know more people had incidents than 15,000 last year. Uh, so why did these 15,000 check themselves in? That's got to be just the really serious ones. <laughs> got to be. Got to be. God. I mean, good grief. People that have blown fingers off, like you were saying. Ooh, well, it's got to be what it's all about there. We're about to transition into, let's define traits of bad neighbors, and we'll share some stories Yes, about bad neighbors. Bad neighbors are defined as disrespectful, very noisy, destructive to property, both their own and those around them. So what you got? What you think? You got Um, any other definitions of bad neighbors, or what is a bad neighbor? No, that that covers a lot of them. I mean, look, we've talked about the noise situation, right? Um, That is just that's just uncourteous. That's all it is. That's all I mean. There's no getting around it. There are some probably some gray areas, you know, uh, like my my neighbor. She doesn't know how to work her irrigation system. She I mean, that's legit. And I have a lower side to my yard that um, gets watered just by her turning on her sprinklers, and she turns them on every on. single day. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You said it gets watered every day? Yes. I argue that it gets soaked. Standing, pooling water. I mean, I, when my daughter and I are walking our dog, there's actually running water down the street. I it's know. so wet. I know. It's not just water. So, it's soaking your yard. Yeah, so it's so wet, I can't, like, I can't physically mow it. It's not that I can't mow it because the, the blade won't cut the grass that well because it's wet. No, I can't mow it because the weight of the mower will sink down into the mud and even with a push mower i have a push mower too tried to push mow it the other day i basically mowed the mud uh and uh, even the weight of the push mower was sinking down so anyway she she doesn't know how to use it right so she turns it on every day i told her i said hey look you know you should probably just honestly i would just turn it off I said I would offer to turn it off, but I don't really want to take any kind of responsibility for, because I don't know what kind of setup she has, and I don't want to mess something up. So I told her to call whoever does her lawn maintenance or whatever, and because I, I, honestly, her grass—if she doesn't want to mow her grass that much, she probably should just not 
water her lawn so much. I mean, she, she has eight sprinklers in about a 60-foot section. A lot of water. I mean, it's so bad over there, she can't even mow that section of, the, of her yard. So, I mean, her mm-hmm. son got stuck in the mud last week left ruts in my yard which isn't that big of a deal it's just that I, would, I just want to be able to mow my yard so yeah. I mean that that is I wouldn't say that you're being a bad neighbor there I guess my point is is that some people can kind of inadvertently fall into bad neighbor characteristics that, that really are maybe not necessarily under their control I think this may be an example I, I true I wholeheartedly believe that she doesn't know how to work that thing that yeah. irrigation system right Right. I, I really don't. Um, I think that you were showing characteristics of being a good neighbor by communicating with her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, guess so. I you guess went so. over there to I mean, talk, and uh, you're not like going to the infamous HOA. No. I mean, you're not threatening. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't do any of the. I mean, because here's another. So let's. We're kind of getting into another subheading here mm-hmm. of, of bad neighbors. Going onto the Facebook page to air your dirty laundry is, in okay. my opinion, that is right. a characteristic of a bad neighbor. So, yeah, let's uh, hear some of those stories. I mean, we've talked about before about yep. the grass touching grass yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Your grass is touching my grass. Cease and assist. Cease and desist. Desist. Desist, yes. I'm thinking about sports again. <laughs> <laughs> the assist in hockey, the assist in basketball. Uh, yeah. Well, so that I mean, was a real thing. There's that there, and dude, they go on there and they'll go on there and take pictures of dog turds and say, "Who just shit? Whose dog just shit in my yard?" Mm. You know, and you know whoever did this needs to come back by and pick it up. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I it's the day when I had a a mutant take a dump on my front yard and had a 10 inch curler on there out there uh that wasn't that great but i mean there's a lot of other stuff we could be using that energy on rather than putting people on blast on the facebook page over a dog turd of all things um would you consider in the noise category revving up your car's engine Motorcycles, trucks, intentionally like burning those wheels. We've got some of those much? in this neighborhood. I know. Every neighborhood might. And I get a lot of it because I'm on the corner here. And when they come around that corner, it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like, good grief. Somebody's got a small jammy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think that that's, that's a part of the it's noise in my mind. It's inconsiderate. <laughs> and, and honestly, it's. You've got kids that, that are around the neighborhood. You're scaring them. I think actually you've got some kids that are learning to drive around this neighborhood, and it's not like you're like making them super comfortable <laughs> by revving the engines up in a in a place where it should be relatively easy to learn to drive in a small neighborhood like this. But um, but yeah, I think that's a good example too of poor neighborly manners for sure. Um, there was one more. Oh, how about tattling to the HOA about stuff? I saw your your I saw your garbage can. <laughs> yeah, no good. Come on, somebody go tell Bob to go suck an egg. 
Yeah, we don't want any tattletales. Let's be adults here. Yeah. Have a quick communication. If you got a problem, you know where to find me. But why do you have to go straight to an HOA? See, see this is what I'm talking about. This is this is the stuff that I feel like me? I feel like social media for this for the community side of things, for the for the neighborly side of things is it can be good, but it's taken away that face to face element. A lot of people want to talk shit on Facebook. Yeah. They don't. They don't want to come knock on your door, though. No, or just they might be met with some truth. Step across. That's the, truth. Step across that old with fence. Step across Robert Frost's fence. Come on. I mean, I just. What would? Okay. What do you <laughs> not like about our neighborhood? Our group of neighbors that you wish was different as a as a group. What do you think? What do you wish was different about this our particular neighborhood? I'll start off just because yeah, yeah. I know you need to think about that for a second. I feel like we do way too much stuff. Um, I don't. We don't do enough stuff, rather, as a community. The few things that we have done, everybody does come together and everybody does great. Everybody gets along great. But, you know, we don't do really anything. We don't have, like, a cookout or anything like that. Who's to blame? Or do we go right back to the our board of the HOA? I mean, what are they there for? Who's supposed to bring this together? I mean, that that should be kind of part of the deal, right? In my opinion. You know, there's... Everybody always wants to make excuses of some kind that, you know, oh, well, there's there's more that goes into it. No, there isn't. That's bullshit. Get a grill, get Name some coolers. Date. Name a win. We got a pavilion up here. Mm-hmm. We got a playground up there with it. I mean, I mean, it's right in the middle of the entire neighborhood. Every, I'm, I guarantee you, you'd have at least a hundred people come. You could. I mean, and honestly, we got a spot where we could, we could have uh, food trucks or whatever come yeah. out. Local businesses. Why not do something like that to bring the, the our, our community, our neighbors closer together? So that's my biggest complaint is that, you know, we fancy ourselves a community, but we don't act that communal. We don't do things. And I think it all goes back to we don't have a ton of great neighbors. Hmm. Do we not have a ton of great neighbors or do we not have good leadership with the HOA? Ooh. Attitude I mean, reflects. I'm, I'm staring leadership. right at you. If you hit, if you took the time to hit play or download this podcast, thank you. But I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess if if you and I really wanted it, we could head it up. A little the dad code presents. We'll put it on blast, man. The dad code presents. We will rule the, the neighborhood. neighborhood block party. Mm-hmm. And we'll even record this live as they're partaking. Straight food. from the pavilion. Food, water. On location, folks. Dad code podcast. All we need is this table, this stuff right here, and that camera. We'll be just fine. Can we lead this? Can we take our neighborhood to the next step? Hey, you don't just come with problems. You come with solutions, hey. boy. Yeah, don't don't complain about it. let's let's take some action. Did you tell us the B and B for Valley View? B and B for VV. I'm not afraid. I'll step up. Follow. I have a feeling we might have some opposition. Follow the bees. 
we'll have to do some campaigning. <laughs> well, how, do, how would you even, what are some strategies to deal with bad neighbors? Well, I think that there's, I mean, okay. First, I think we need, we, we need to establish that we've already said what is being done by some, which is on social media where they are going around airing their dirty laundry and deciding that they're going to get really bold and brash on, on Facebook. But that's really just disrespectful. The, yeah, that was exactly. One of the exactly. That's just a great way, just a, an easy way, rather, just for someone to be disrespectful with no consequences. Hmm. So, uh, what I think is the only way to deal with bad neighbors, though, is face to face. It is you bring a beer, maybe two, maybe one for your neighbor. It's a pretty good neighborly thing to do. Good gesture. Good icebreaker. Maybe bring a couple lawn chairs, whatever, sit on the porch. Say, hey, man, this is what I got going on. This kind of bugs me. You know what that's called? It's called civil discourse. It's called being an adult. I mean, it, it, it's exactly. Hey, it's, here's I, I, what I It sounds I know. like I'm being a smart ass, but no one does yeah. it ever. And then whenever you do do it, you're the asshole because you're the one that wanted to say something. You know? So that's how I see uh, right. is, I mean, do you have any other strategies? I mean, in my opinion, like I said, that's the strategy. I mean, communication is important when when mm -hmm. we talk about kids, our significant others, neighbors, why not? I mean, communication is so powerful. Um, I found some though. How about uh -huh. this? This little list here. We can do one of three things when dealing with bad neighbors. Number one. We can just accept it and stay indifferent. So you can be a sissy and roll over. Got it. Just accept it and move on. Get over it and move on. Build a bridge, move over it, get on. And hey, there, there's, a play, there's a time and place for that. I, I will argue for that. You got to pick your battles. Okay. What's important? Because I would say that uh, if you go into battle mode then that could make things even worse. It could even cost us money if we're talking about, yeah. oh, God, now i got to erect a fence. Yeah. You said, they're, it, you said erect. I did, the but the dog is, keeps coming into my yard peeing and pooping. Now I'm the one that has to put up a fence because of you, you jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So if I stay indifferent, I'm like, well, how am I going to feel? Uh, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to be adult. I don't want to come across as a bad guy. Uh, here, let's just spend a couple of grand on building a fence. <laughs> That's indifferent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't mess yeah. with them, but yeah. oh, now I'm out of money. It's easy just to throw money at it and say, yep, I'll just, I'll just do that, and it takes care of that. Well, That's option one. Jeez. Number two, introduce yourself, communicate. Blake said that's the only way to try to deal. Yep, I think that is the way. With a bad neighbor. And number three, the third option is, how about this? Seek support from other neighbors. There are strength in numbers. Okay. I mean, I think that's kind of a spinoff of two, probably, if I had to say. Well, Because it is communicating. But um, but if you have more... I agree. Because if it's just one person, one V one, mm -hmm. they're like, ah, nah, yeah. yeah. Brad's just got an issue with me. Yeah. But if they almost like an intervention, like if you have multiples yeah, coming, well, saying the same word, you're like, that's oh. the thing is, is if is sometimes I think if you have a group of people or more than one person, 
and they see that it's not just that person being a dick. Yeah. You know, that it's like, oh, maybe I, oh my gosh, I didn't, I didn't know I was bothering so many people playing my music that loud at 9.30 at night or playing drums or bass or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would definitely say that that's good. I think you have to go about it the right way, though. Um, forgive that. Uh, I better not use that term. YouTube wouldn't want me to use that term. You don't want it to look like a mob coming after uh, somebody. But you want it. You want it to look like a, gr- a group of grown adults that are wanting to have a conversation. You I know, hope try it to try to keep the ki- try to keep the numbers down to maybe one know. or two more. I hope it doesn't get to that. Right. We're all old enough. That right. You don't need to. Right. Have that going on here. Um, what do you, you got any other yeah, thoughts about so negative, bad? Negative. So when you were younger, mm-hmm. you remember your parents' neighbors and were they good neighbors? And if they were bad neighbors, what was the worst thing that they ever did? So uh, across the street from my parents, I've considered them good a, I remember for my brothers and I, they were approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't always at my house, so they didn't come across as annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, they even, of course, they would give us ice cream sandwiches. There you go. I mean, what they were, they were older than my parents, so they were mm-hmm. kind of like the the grandparent type figures. Sure, for us. sure. Um, good neighbors there. Good neighbors uh, now behind us. We, uh, a couple of times when we would be out back playing uh, wiffle ball, mm-hmm. just kids being outside, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we could have been yeah. doing anything else, but we're just playing wiffle ball, mm-hmm. minding our own business. Too loud. You know, we, we were During too loud, too loud at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Kids playing outside. I, I, maybe. I mean, it's Maybe. But I mean, kids could could have we could have been doing something way worse than just playing yeah. a little game in the yard. That you know sounds just that? like crotchety old people. So, That's all that sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty lucky growing up with yeah pretty good neighbors. So I, I had some really good neighbors growing up, um, but I also had some neighbors that did some pretty strange stuff that would be, I mean, on it by anybody's standards, be considered probably pretty shitty things to do to Mm. your neighbor literally and you'll see where i'm going here so they they actually built a fence you know they they built a wire uh, chain link fence they had some dogs and i would watch those kids now given keep in mind so they are kids so take it a little bit with a grain of salt as far as the bad neighbor thing but i would watch them throw their dog turds in my yard Dump it over the fence. They would literally dump it over there, and I'd be, I'd go to my mom and be like, "Mom, they're throwing their shit literally into our yard," and she'd be like, "No, they're not." And I'm like, "Well, did I go over there and take a dump in the yard because there's shit all over the yard over there?" Were these like kids doing it, or was it this was, you know, that you um, observed? It was a kid that was a year younger than me and then a kid that was like five years younger than me. They they would have their kids go out there and pick up the poop and they would, I think what they told them is they said throw it over the fence, but they meant the back fence. Right. 
Because it was just at a common And they, they would just throw it over the nearest fence, which was in my yard, in my mom's yard. So, <laughs> I mean, that's horrible. I, f- I guess I feel I feel a little bit better that it wasn't the grown, grown-ass adult throwing yeah. dog crap in your parents' yard. But yeah. but, yeah, I know what you're saying now. You know, put it behind the fence. I yeah. Mean, Back behind the property where you grew yeah, up, that I, was I a can, common field back there. Yeah, I can con- I can probably pretty easily chalk it up to it was just you know the kid being lazy misinterpretation or kid being lazy. Mm. So I wouldn't say they were bad neighbors though in general, but um, <laughs> yeah, man. You, what, what else you got? You got anything else? Oh, man, not not really. Do we uh, even need? Do we even want neighbors? How about that for a final question? Do we even want neighbors? Do we even want to live in a neighborhood? I think that we've talked about some good characteristics, some positives of having neighbors. If you have that watchful eye for you when you're away from the home, you have the extra set of eyes on your kids, which we both are dads. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of positive that comes with that. Um, But then I can close my eyes and imagine living on... A farm, and it's just mm-hmm. us. Yep. And how different that would be. Be kind of nice. I uh, wouldn't say no. <laughs> I can tell you that. I mean, I, y'all have heard me talk about it several times before. I, I would prefer not to live in a neighborhood. I mean, but mm. I, I, some people would consider me to be the uh, exception to the rule, so to speak. Yep. So. I'm going to put a little wrap on the neighborhood, or neighborhood, on the neighbor discussion with... Some of the famous TV neighbors. Oh, boy. I have five. Okay. I go back to one of the first cartoons that I remember watching. I'm going to Barney and Betty Rubble. Well, my... (laughs) Sorry. Couldn't help it. Yes, the Flintstones. I'm next going to... Do you remember this name? Kimmy Gibbler. Full House. (laughs) (laughs) She was the neighbor girl that was always. Oh, my. Full House. Every day when you got home from school, that was on. (laughs) Man. How about this one? Another one. Steve Urkel. That. You have any cheese? Man, I could go for some Family Matters. That's a show I would like to go back and watch some episodes of. God, we wore them out. What was that in some uh, TGIF? TGIF, man. Yeah, every Friday. Mm. What is it? Uh, it's Friday night and the moon is bright. <laughs> Gonna have some fun. Show hats done. TGIF. Wow. Sorry. Right. I don't know why I remember stuff like that, but stuff like that those, sticks. Those with me. jingles stick with you. Most of those jingles on all those shows I remember. Mm. How about them. Ned Flanders? Hi, diddly-ho, neighbor. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons. And one yep. more. You know that we grew up watching this one with my dad. Marcy Darcy. <laughs> cluck, cluck. <laughs> no, ma'am. That was from Married with Children and her interactions with Al Bundy. Oh, Lord. That was great. The great Bundy. Jeez. Do you have any uh, memories of Fourth of July's past? Yeah, man. Uh, I tell you, one of the funniest memories I have it involves my grandfather because 
uh, we used to always shoot our fireworks off at his house. He had a very mm-hmm. large plot mm-hmm. of land. We would shoot it off in his front yard. And um, the most <laughs> hilarious thing that I had ever seen up to that point in my life, and, and this was probably when I was seven or eight, you know, we would we would shoot the fireworks out of a, a, a glass Coke bottle, a, a real Coke bottle, if you will. Um, and this year... We were shooting it, we were shooting it, and somehow, whenever the fuse was lit, it burned the tape that was holding the rocket. Oh, no. And it turned the rocket like this, like it was pointed up, and then it turned it like this, and it it shoots into the ground, bounces up into the air, bounces in between my grandfather's legs. My grandfather's like walking around like a crab, trying to get away from this thing and it explodes like oh, literally boy. a foot from his ball from his ball sack oh, boy. it was one of the funniest things i have ever seen in my life and it, i will never wow. ever forget that how about that my gosh. so it, it was great it was one of those things where it, it, like literally everybody just was rolling around laughing for mm. the next five minutes man baseball games pool yep. parties uh cookouts with best friends here yep um, those are all memories. I, I wrote down a couple of things that just in general that you might remember after I say them, but, yep. uh, uh, growing up as a Braves fan, I remember July 4th, 1985, they played a 19 inning game Wow, on the 4th of July. I mean, this man, they had it all settled out to be, they were going to have this big firework spectacular, but this game went into the next day. It wasn't over until July 5th. <laughs> And uh, they're like, we're going to have to stop this game and recognize God. the damn country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Assholes. Exactly. Time. We're going <laughs> to do this 30 minute yeah. fireworks. We're going to do the 14th inning stretch. Then we're going to pick up. I mean, Jesus. And another one that kind of hit home for us here in Middle Tennessee was uh, Steve McNair. Yeah. Was murdered. Yeah. On July 4th. Yeah, he uh, was. As a former quarterback of the uh, Tennessee Titans. Yep. Um, kind of caught everybody off guard. I, I don't know if we truly know the full story, but there's a lot of things going on there that yeah. uh, that led to that. But those just kind of stand out as things that I remember that weren't kind of indirectly remember. Right. Right. But, but uh, yeah, a lot of games, a lot of games, a lot of a lot of fun memories. Yeah. yeah, but I hear something. Court is now in session. It's time for the food court where we are judge, jury, and executioner. Mm. What did we experience this week? Well, uh, I guess we're talking about our, our, our grilling yesterday, mm. right? Well, if we're going to talk about the grilling, we won't go into the judging section. Let me just talk about what we did. We yeah, can show some I mean, pictures look, and video real quick. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it up on the screen here of everything we cooked. Uh, we tried uh, several uh, different preparation methods uh, of some chicken thighs, some boneless, skinless chicken thighs. All of them were fantastic, by the way. Uh, there are some things I think we, we both agree that we would probably do different next time. Um, we uh, we actually marinated some of the stuff in a couple of the siete hot mm-hmm. sauces. We had a chipotle. Um, we had the chipotle and yeah, the jalapeno and the jalapeno, and both of them were really good. I I would have 
I think that we both came to the conclusion that we needed to, that was, should have been a basting situation as well as a marinating, um, and possibly just some more marinating just because it's, it's, it's hard for, particularly with chicken to get it to penetrate into that meat. Yes, I said penetrate into the meat, but Hey, it was still good. Um, the your rub man was i did really a little good. uh surprise newberries dry yeah rub. man you need to put that thing in a bottle mm. sell that thing put a label <laughs> on it but and we did uh, the old the old uh sturdy barbecue yeah barbecue is always a good way to go it's, it's the family friendly as i kept <laughs> saying family friendly chicken mm. uh and man the sausage the smoked sausage was fantastic I don't know what it is about that, about putting that smoked sausage on the grill and letting some of that barbecue sauce caramelize on it and crust and let it burst open. Man, it's good. But I'll tell you, it wasn't just the meats. Nope. We had a fantastic pasta salad created by Mr. Milton. Soon to be world famous pasta salad. Mm. It's all about the vinaigrette. It's all about the vinaigrette. Yes, Daddy's going to have to make his, going to have to make a label. Daddy's vinaigrette. The dad code presents. Daddy's vinaigrette. And a shout out to my wife for making the red, white, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> pizza cookie. Cookie yeah. pizza. Cookie pizza. Whatever, however you want to say it. I, <laughs> I, I, had it, I had it all over me because I was just like shoveling it in my mouth. It was so good. It was so good. Um, what else did we eat? We had some vegetables. We did some vegetables oh, on sure. the grill too. Yeah, we had some, uh, we cut up some zucchini, some mm-hmm. yellow, red, and orange peppers. Yep. And we just kind of put that in aluminum foil. Garlic gave powder. It some nice garlic, cayenne, cayenne mm-hmm. and some butter. Man, that was good, too. Yeah, you just set really that good. right Those there. Those things, we just let that cook that whole time. Man, you you couldn't even hardly pick up the vegetables. They were, they were just disintegrating. They were so tender. Mm-hmm. But, man, it was good. I thought it was really good, man. Good I think you. I think you did a good job with the marinades. The grilling was good. Everything was good, man. Uh, company was great. Uh, dessert was fantastic. Thank you to your wife again, like you said. Uh, all in all, I think it was a, a very well executed, right. if you will, Fourth of July cookout. Well, I'm glad. I think this was an opportunity have. missed by our neighbors to have a community Fourth of July cookout. It was a missed opportunity, but I'm just saying. I'm not bitter. Hey. I'm not bitter. Hey, I let's promise. let's take the ownership and lead the charge. I promise. Yeah, you know what. All we're doing right now is we're talking problems. We need to talk solutions next time. Next Mm. year. Next year. All right. Well, who do we have with us today for the Dad Code Presents Hot uh, Sauce Review? We can't forget to mention our friends again at Siete. We're going to be using their ranch grain-free tortilla chips for our medium today. Uh, first, first one up is actually a Siete product. It actually was sent to us by Siete in the care package we mentioned, the aforementioned, aforementioned care package. This is their traditional hot sauce. I have, I, I didn't even know they made this until they sent it. Uh, next one is from our friends at Pepper Palace. This is called Wanted, Dead or Alive, Calamity Pain Hot Sauce. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> The next one is is by a company that's called Pain is Good Jalapeno Hot Sauce. And there's a picture. I don't know if y'all can see it, 
of a guy that's screaming. This cannot be good. That two of them with the word pain? I'm trying to... So which one do we go with first, Newberry? Do we go left to right, right to left, or we start in the middle? Let's start in the middle. Starting in the middle. Calamity pain. Calamity my pain. Oof. All right. I've had this before. Clearly, I've, I've used some of it. I, have, I can't remember what it tastes like. Honestly, it's been a minute. <coughs> Chips. <coughs> what was that? Something got in my nose. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here comes the pain. I brought the pain on myself. There it is. Oh, do it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's uh, I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. I'm actually okay. So that it's, is a very aromatic. It's kicking now, though. Yeah. It's a slow build. Mm -hmm. It's not a punch. It's a. It's very aromatic. I taste like oregano, maybe something like a bay leaf or something in there. Oh, that's pretty good. It's 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 very. I bet that would be good on some kind of like seafood, like shrimp maybe, because I, I kind of get that almost like an old bay kind of kind of flavoring. Wow. It's good. Oh, I think it's pretty good. good. It's got a little heat. I would say that's kind of on the low to medium side of heat, if I I'm had to guess. Even, honestly, I'm not even judging these on heat anymore. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm I, got a que I have a question for you at the end after we get done with this about that because I want to I want to know kind of how your how your opinion has evolved since we started okay. this journey. All right, here we go. Next, we're going to go to the Siete product, the traditional hot sauce from Siete. Okay. All right, this is an, another one with some interesting ingredients. Our friends at Siete don't go for heat, they go for flavor, so I'm really interested to try this. Ooh. We get a little bit of a citrus thing there at the very beginning. That has some pretty interesting flavor. It has golden beets in it, and I taste a little bit of the earth, earthy note in it. Yes. Um, but I think it's, dude, it's good. I mean, these two, they're actually not that dissimilar, I don't think, the flavors. I think this one's a little bit more earthy, and this one apple, might be a little bit more aromatic. Apple cider vinegar. Yeah, all of them are made with apple cider vinegar, mm. yep. Uh, all of Siete's, anyway. Um that's pretty good. Yeah. It's different. I actually, I could go back for another, I may have to go back for another one on that one. Uh, well, you got a strike against you here. Pain is good. You don't have the perforation for me to tear. <laughs> just try to just do this. Okay. It smells like jalapeno. Jalapeno in a bottle. Oh. 
<clears throat> that is so vinegary. Mm-hmm. I can't taste hardly anything else. It did overpower it. Like <laughs> only on the very, very back end could I get a little bit of taste. That almost didn't have any heat at all, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not really care about the heat, but I'm like, I don't taste any flavor. I kind of want to Except go, the jalapeno. I mean, yeah, but it's it's like a pickled jalapeno taste that I taste because it's so vinegary. I want to try this Siete one again because it's so complex. I feel like I got to get another go at it to get a, an idea of what it... Holy jeez. <laughs> I mean that's good. It's different. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it is the strongest taste tasting uh, hot sauce. I think I that's what makes it maybe it's subtle. Arguably their most popular brand. Maybe mm-hmm. could it be their best seller? I think just about anybody could the could traditional. Eat that. Anyone could eat this. I mean that's for particularly mm-hmm. as someone who maybe doesn't use a lot of hot sauce, is that something you would use on a lot of stuff? I could definitely easily use it on anything. Yeah. I mean, that's how easy it is to eat. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't have... Like, this one, I feel like you could use it on some stuff, but I think it's really only going to taste good on a few things. It's good. It's just that it's so... Let me see what the ingredients are here. Water, vinegar, salt, pepper, cayenne, white pepper, thyme, bay leaf, oregano. That's what I'm tasting. Thyme, bay leaf. I'm tasting that aromatic stuff going on there. So I think that would be really good on some probably seafood or shrimp or something of to that nature. So that's kind of what I think. I feel you. But this one, I'll be honest with you, dude, I didn't like it. It's so did, vinegary. Did we shake it up enough? Dude, I, 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 I didn't feel like I tasted it. I sh- I sh- we'll give it another go. We'll be All fair right. here. Make sure we got the bubble at the bottom. Check it out. All right. I'll Try one more time. time. It's almost like this has to be mixed with something else to make it taste right. Mm. All right. I'm a little confused about the name of Pain is Good. Maybe we pick the mild one. Very thick. Nothing. It's so vinegary. Like that just tastes like distilled white vinegar. Nothing. It's easily number three. Today. Yeah, I mean, I think we're just going to set that there for number three, Let's and it's going to. I'm going to go. Siete is my number one. I'm going to go. Calamity Pain's going to be number two, and it's there's a big gap between all three of these. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think I think that this is far and away the least favorite of, of the bunch. I um, um, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to rate them. Siete goes on anything. Mm-hmm. Very easy for everyone. 
I like the taste of this one. I'm gonna flip flop it. Okay. A little bit more kick. A little bit more of a kick. And I don't. And you know me, I don't. Don't mm-hmm. really care to have the kick. Yeah. But, uh, or how about this? It just depends on the application. You how about might... we just do that? One. Yeah. And last. That looks dangerous. Oh. So yeah, I think both of these are really good. It's kind of I think this you're going to be able to use it more on more multi-purpose. Stuff. multipurpose. I think I think that's the end result for me. But anyways, thank you again. That's another uh, hot sauce chips. review there. Um, that just about is that just about do us. You got anything yeah, else over there, just, man? Uh, everyone has to take ownership. You get to have the choice if you're a good neighbor. Or do you step in that hole of becoming a bad neighbor? Yep. It's all on you. Yep. Just take the time to think about it. Are, are you are you doing something that uh, only benefits you? Are you taking into consideration your neighbor's peace and quiet and all that? So um, just keep it in mind. That's really what it's about, being a good neighbor, is, is just being cognizant of what's going on and the people around you. I agree. So. I agree. I hope everyone had a safe holiday weekend um stay tuned we hope that all of you have hit subscribe in the notification bell because this man is going to have the youtube channel busy yep we got uh so um monday as you have noticed by now hopefully we have our first episode of dad's discussing sports that has dropped um and then the rest of the days other than thursday which we will always have our full-length show on we will be having Hey Dad segments, individual segments. We, we told you we hadn't so. forgotten about that segment. It's back in a big yep. way. Absolutely. Daily. 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 So, yeah, we're going to be dropping stuff every single day. The weekend vlog will still drop on Mondays. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, you can check us out at Twitter, the underscore dad underscore code, as well as on Instagram at the Dad Code Podcast and on Facebook at the Dad Code. And our email the Podcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, concerns, or anything that you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us there. And that is all I've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hitting play and downloading podcast number eight. Y'all be well. <laughs>